Hi! Welcome to What You Read and Do. It's Lauren, Lisa, and Jamie. This is our time to catch up and share what we've been reading and inspired by, hoping to stir some deeper conversations. No one person has time to read every book or listen to everything, but we figure this is a good way to trade ideas, expand our horizons, and maybe inspire you as well. Just a reminder, this is for us, this is for fun, and we are not experts. Enjoy! Hey everybody! Happy New Year! This is Lisa coming to you live from my childhood home, specifically the basement. Woohoo! Not scary at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like every room I go into in my house, uh, you can just hear everybody. So I tried to find a place that was a little bit secluded, and the only good closet that I could think of was in the heart of the ground floor around where everybody is. So here we are. I hope you all are having a great break, great winter, and depending on when you're hearing this, great beginning of the year, you know, woo, optimism, joy. (laughs) Given that this is being recorded in early January, I wanted to send an update on my New Year's traditions uh, and report back on what I did this year. First off, I think I threw way too much shade on collard greens in our previous episode. They are not that bad. I do stand by how I felt about them during my childhood. I found them really gross. They went from can to pot to plate, and there was very little seasoning added, if any, between those steps. So I stand by what I said. However, as an adult, I have had some bomb collards, particularly some that I had, I think, during December. There's this restaurant in Seattle called The Shambles, and I got collards as a side dish for the beef sandwich I got, which was dope as well. And these collards were so good. Oh, my gosh. I think they were made the way they were meant to be eaten. They were boiled down in a pot with ham, bacon, some sort of meat for a long, long time. And so they were a fantastic texture, but then they also came in the juice of the dish that had been boiled down. So you get that bacon flavor and whatever other spices were in there. Oh, it was so good. I ate that quicker than I ate the rest of my meal, which is saying something because the whole meal was fantastic. So Sorry, collards. Listen, you're not that bad. We just got to work on what you're cooked with. Okay? Okay. And I did end up eating them at home with my family, a la can style. And it was okay. We did throw in some bacon into the mix and let them boil. That was fine. Maybe I'm, I don't know, maybe my tastes are changing and it's more okay now. They used to just seem disgusting because I probably didn't really understand what they were and texture is a big part of my food experience as it is I'm sure for many other people and I was not about that texture so anyway I've rambled on about this uh (laughs) they were okay and 
This year we had biscuits along with our ham, black eyed peas, and collard greens. So I combined them all into a sandwich and put some stone ground mustard on it as well. Oh, chef's kiss. That was so good. Definitely recommend consuming them that style if you are looking to pick up this tradition next year. I just think they're really good combined together. Now, obviously, that's why Hop and John exist, but anyway loved it. It was delicious. Got my traditions in. And I should also report, I did jump into the new year this year. I just, I felt it inside me. You know, there were 10 seconds left before the ball dropped in Times Square. And next thing you know, I'm jumping. So, oh, well, we'll see how the year goes. Okay. I'm sure the universe is not dependent on my single jump into (laughs) the new year. But if it is, you know, we'll see, we'll see where the road takes us. But yeah, I had a pretty low key New Year's otherwise minus that one jump <laughs> in in a home where no one saw. But yeah, okay, that's New Year's. Woohoo, following up. <laughs> anyway, I outside of New Year's, I've been at home for the past couple weeks. And truth be told, I really have not been doing a lot of reading. I have been watching a good bit of HGTV or sometimes the news, but otherwise, you know, I've been cooking for the family, trying to clean out and help declutter the home, spend time with family and all of that fun stuff. So not much reading has happened. Heck, not much relaxing has happened. It's been it's been pretty active, I say, um, not so much, you know, going out and about, but just trying to work on the home. So I haven't been reading too much, but I have worked in a little bit of time to watch Insecure, the latest season. Now, granted, I have not watched the last episode yet. I am really bummed that this show is ending and I don't really want it to end. And so sometimes when that happens with shows, I end up not watching the last episode. Now, It's kind of ridiculous. Don't get me wrong. The reasoning behind it previously was that if I don't watch the last episode, I don't really know how it ends. And so, you know, in a way, it feels like the show is still going on. I have since uh, reevaluated that and I do end up watching the end of shows now. I'm just really reluctant to watch the end of this because I have loved Insecure so much and I just don't want it to end. But Either way, it's such a good show. I've been very slowly watching it just because I want to savor each episode. And oh man, they're so good. I don't know how it's going to wrap up. I'm in the second to last episode. Maybe I'm on episode eight of 10. I can't remember. But basically, okay, spoiler alert. But Issa D, the main character, is contemplating moving in with her boyfriend And, you know, as she's contemplating that or they're kind of living together, she's having these random kind of flashbacks in a way of her ex when they live together. Like he'll say something while she's in another room, like, I'm so proud of you. She's like, what? What'd you say? And then you hear another voice saying, I'm so proud of you. And it's her ex. And she's like, whoa, (laughs) like, why are you here? What is happening? And it's happened a couple times. And. I feel like you could read that so many different ways. And so I don't know what's going to happen. I love both of these male leads. I think I love Lawrence. He 
is just my OG love in this show. But, you know, I don't know if they're meant to be together. And this this season has been a lot about growing and maturing. And so I don't know if them coming back together is going to happen. But there was a quote in an earlier episode that was like, the smart choice is only the right choice if it's right for you or something along those lines. And so that feels like a bit of a foreshadow, but who knows? We don't know what's right for Issa yet. Does Issa know? She might, but I'll find out <laughs> eventually. Okay, with Insecure 2, one thing I love is that they have the wind down after the show. I think a number of HBO shows, actually, I don't know if a bunch do this, but I do appreciate when shows have um, not only a recap at the end, but um, have some of the characters or writers come together and discuss the episode. That's always fun. And you get a little more insight into what's happening. Like, for example, what I was just saying, where her ex is kind of running into her thoughts as she's living with her current boyfriend. I took that in the moment as she's coming to this new chapter in life with her current boyfriend, but she just keeps thinking about it with her ex in a way that to me was like, oh, I want to be experiencing this with him, my ex, rather than my current love interest. But in the wind down, Issa was like, you know, I think it's totally normal to kind of think of past people when you're coming up into these different chapters with your current relationship as a way of processing it reflecting and I think like maybe I don't know if it's so much doubts but just you know processing it as you're moving into a new chapter so I don't know I got a different impression from what she said than what I interpreted that experience like anyway we'll see how it turns out you some of you probably already know but if not Insecure has been a really awesome show about friendship Growing up, LA, obviously, um, and even like with your profession, just different nuances of life in your 20s, in your early 30s. It's about love. It's about jobs. It's about friendship. It's about everything. So I really love it. And I really loved even in the latest wind down, they had the actor or sorry, I think it was episode eight wind out. I keep thinking I'm like on right on the cutting edge of the show and I am not. (laughs) Um, So I believe it was episode eight's wind down. They had the actor who played Torian and a lot of the segments on the wind down, they talk about the show and then sometimes they'll ask questions that tangentially relate to real life. And in this episode, they were talking about how do you know if you're on the right path versus being on the wrong path in life. And it was really nice to just get some insight on that from people who are, in my mind, doing great things with their profession and are, you know, making big moves, doing big things. So it's nice to hear insight from them. But okay, (laughs) one thing I wanted to touch on with Insecure 2 is that I'm feeling a lot of chapters closing lately with Insecure ending and one of my favorite podcasts, Call Your Girlfriend, is also ending. These are two shows, well, one show and one podcast that have really shaped my growth in the last five years, offered a lot of insight, a lot of empowerment, a lot of joy, a lot of 
insight, yada, 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 may have already said insight twice. And so I'm really sad to see them go. I totally get it, though. You know, you can't just keep doing the same thing year after year after year. And I know they're creators with a lot of ambition, a lot of interest, and they're ready for new chapters themselves. So I'm excited for them all to see where they go and to see you know, where they take their lives. So I'm excited for them. And I, I think they've all been really successful in their current endeavors. Oh my God, that sounds so big. But I, you know, it is, it's, it's sad when things end. And they're all going out on high notes, on good notes, you know, but, I, you know, it's, it's sad to have things that have been so influential come to a conclusion. But on the plus side, I hope that means new chapters are to come new content can kind of spring alive and i think both call your girlfriend and insecure have been really really influential uh, and really inspiring to other creators i feel like we're starting to see content that is similar to them and so that's great because i uh, one thing i have really loved about both of them is that i just wasn't find it it was exactly what i needed for the stage of life that I was in. And I just want to keep seeing content like that come out because I think it's really helpful. So yeah, sad to see them go, but happy they existed. Yeah. Okay. I guess on that note, should wrap this up. <laughs> I will see you all in real life soon enough. Until then, hope you all have a great January and I'll see you later. Bye. Hey guys, it's Lauren. To be honest, I'm having a little bit of stage fright. This is the first time in three or four weeks getting the microphone out. It is actually New Year's Eve and I thought I would share a little bit about what I've been watching the last month. So as you know, we've had the last month or so off from the podcast. I also have taken the last month or so off from Instagram and that's been really nice and I've spent a lot of the month just cozied up on the couch binging TV shows which isn't necessarily normal for me but this time of year I find it to be a good time to kind of catch up on the shows that other people are watching and maybe find some new ones of my own so we'll see if you've watched any of these I'm sure you've watched many of them but I will start with the morning show. Oh my gosh, it's so good. There are two seasons on Apple Plus right now. And Lisa's talked about it in a previous episode. It is so good and definitely not what I was expecting. I was expecting more of a comedy and it's definitely not. It's darker and more of a drama, but I really, really enjoyed it. It has a lot of like really interesting topics that they cover. It's based on this morning show in New York City and kind of it starts off with a bang with like a huge scandal and the main co-host getting kind of wrapped up in a scandal and being let go and just following all these different characters and it's it is captivating and I really enjoyed it. Most people, everyone it seems like has watched this one, Squid Game. I finally watched it guys. I finally got through all of the episodes. 
Yeah, a little bit late to the game. If you haven't watched it by now, I'm sure you're just not going to watch it. I found the topic to be really interesting. It's not normally a genre that I go towards, but I ended up watching it with Lisa and another friend of ours, Scott, which was kind of fun. I don't know if I would have enjoyed it watching it alone. And we also watched only like one or two episodes a week. So it took us quite a while to get through it, which I really enjoyed. I I think binging it like, you know, to each their own, but I enjoyed going pretty slow through it. Anyway, it's super interesting if you haven't watched it and have no interest. I would I don't know if you're curious, look up kind of the premise about it. I'm sure you could read some stuff about it cuz it's it's got some interesting topics and some interesting conversations have come out of that show anyway let's see I binged sex education on Netflix wow that show is so good I heard a couple of people mention it but didn't really know what it was about there are I believe two seasons no maybe three or four I don't know we'll fact check it but <laughs> that's how fast I moved through that show it is so good it follows some teens in a high school in Great Britain and the scenery first of all is amazing but it like follows these teens who are <laughs> super horny lots of sex scenes so if that's not your thing I would maybe steer clear but it's really interesting and brings up a lot of interesting topics about like talking about sex in a healthy way in high school and it the main character Otis is kind of running a like sex therapy clinic like underground in his high school and that kind of starts because his mom is a like sex therapist and it's I don't know it's super interesting and the two main characters Otis and Maeve are super cute and I don't know I just really enjoyed that one let's see uh kind of short silly one that I watched around Christmas time is called Dash and Lily. I don't know. It was really cute. If you're looking for a really cute like kind of teen mini series, I thought it was so cute. It definitely reminded me of something I would have loved like in middle school or high school. It's set like in Christmas time, but honestly, like if you want to watch it in January or February, it would still be fitting. <laughs> it follows these two teens who it's kind of like a you've got mail vibe where they're like leaving messages for each other in this notebook that they leave in a bookstore and it's all just kind of leading up to them figuring out who each other is and yeah it was super cute it's it's pretty short maybe six episodes but if you're looking for something to watch like on a weekend I would definitely suggest that one and then kind of on a similar note, I binged Emily Goes to Paris. I loved it. I thought it was so cute along those same lines. Like, it was just a cute little, like, TV show about this girl who moves to Paris. She's from Chicago. And kind of her, just like the crazy things that happened to her. And she's, like, working for this French firm. And they just don't understand her. And she doesn't understand them. Somehow, like in every episode 
there's this like insanely hot dude who's like so into her and I'm like where is she finding all these super hot dudes I don't know (laughs) anyway I thought it was so cute and it's on Netflix the second season just came out so I just watched that and really enjoyed it what else of course the great British baking show there's a new season which I watched and really enjoy that's just such a good show for the winter time to be cozy and like watching these really sweet Brits bake things (laughs) and help each other and just be like so happy when their friends do well yeah that's just one of my favorites and then another rando one I'm not really sure how (laughs) I got started on this one but Netflix was probably just like you should watch this it's called blown away it's basically like like a great british bake-off kind of show like these artists are competing but they're glass blow glass blower artists or glass glass artists glass blowing and glass forming or whatever it is is just a world i know nothing about and i find it super fascinating and i was just telling a friend it's really interesting watching it because I literally, like, I'm watching them make these things, and I cannot tell what is happening, what they're making. I, like, all I'm seeing is, like, globs of glass, like, glass being shattered on the floor, and then you get to the end of the round, (laughs) and they show the gallery, and I'm just, like, amazed by what came out of what just kind of looked like a crazy mess there for a while. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just astounded every time at the end of the round. So that's been kind of a fun, like, lighthearted show that I've just turned on while I was doing some puzzles earlier, which is another thing I have spent a lot of time doing this month is puzzles. I love puzzles. (laughs) Anyway, I think that's all I have for now. We'll have an episode coming up on, like, tips to get through the winter slog as it were but these shows and whatever have definitely helped me get through the last month as things are kind of slowing down and we got some snow in Seattle so lots of time indoors and it's yeah it's been nice just drinking some tea and watching some tv if you have binged anything lately i am currently on the hunt for something new so please let me know anyway i hope everyone is having a nice january happy new year and we will talk to you next week bye hello this is jamie i'm recording this very late the saturday before it drops because you know, procrastination is my thing. I'm recording this while I'm watching the Cowboys and Eagles play on Saturday Night Football. It's currently top of the second quarter, 10 to 7. And the mustachioed king himself, Gardner Minshew, is starting. This is what I call an egg game. It doesn't really matter. They're both already in the playoffs. So, you know, they're just playing for seating at this point. I don't even... Eagles starters aren't in except Devonta Smith because he just broke the franchise record, but none of this matters to any of you, so I don't know why I'm talking about it. Like I said, I'm recording this late. I it, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about, so what I did as the lucky editor of this podcast is I got to listen to and edit Lauren and Lisa's voicemails, 
And then I'm going to comment on them a little bit. And it gave me a little inspiration for what I could talk about because realistically, I have not at all been inspired the last month for different reasons. I would say my December was pretty hectic, pretty crazy. I love Christmas. It's my favorite holiday. So I spent a lot of time decorating, hosting parties, going to parties. I got to go to Wisconsin the week before Christmas to see my family. One of my cousins got married the weekend before Christmas. So it was all very exciting. I got to spend time with my extended family who they're just so much fun. I have a really big extended family. So that was great. And then I got home just in time because it seems like literally as I was getting home, the entire world (laughs) crashed and broke out in COVID. Luckily, I did not get COVID, even though everyone in their mother has it right now. And then I got to spend a nice kind of low-key relaxing Christmas with Lauren and our friends Becky and Scott and kind of watched football, ate some fantastic pozole and tamales for dinner, which was uh, probably the first time I've ever had uh, tamales for Christmas dinner, but man, that pozole was amazing, and uh, definitely want to do that next year again. Let's see what else. We did puzzles. I don't know. We played board games. It was fun. That's all I'm trying to say. I typically don't like going home around Christmas, A, because it's super expensive, and B, my family no longer lives where I grew up, so they they moved to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, just a month or two ago. So, you know, I have a lot of extended family around there, so that was fun being able to go home and hang out with some of my cousins who I haven't seen in a while. But, you know, I think it's it's different when you can go home and hang out with your old friends from high school or college, but I don't really have that opportunity now that I'm, when I am go home, so I'm just kind of stuck with my family and uh, there's good and bad to that. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's all to say December was crazy. I didn't do any reading really at all. <laughs> I watched a, a bit of TV, but we don't need to hear more TV recommendations. I figure Lauren and Lisa's were fantastic enough. I don't need to add to that list. Definitely go watch everything they talked about. But then, so then once kind of after New Year's, once January hit, I it's kind of like have nothing going on now and that you know going from being I was I had something every night of the week before Christmas and then now like just nothing and also everyone has COVID so it's not like I want to hang out with people anyway but it's just been a very harsh transition to the boringness and slowness that 2022 has brought me so far and I fully blame Lisa jumping into the new year so Lisa Come on, next year, don't you dare jump. Or one weekend and COVID is spiking and it's all your fault. Kidding, obviously. So yeah, in this boringness and I'm basically just going to spend the whole month of January in quarantine because next weekend we're going out of town. And then once I get back from that, I have, I think, three weeks until I go to Hawaii for a week and a half. So I'm very looking forward to Hawaii, very excited for for Hawaii. But obviously with COVID spiking, don't exactly want to get sick beforehand and risk 
anyone else getting sick. So I'll be doing a full 10-day quarantine before I leave. And basically that means all of January is me sitting alone at home doing puzzles and coloring. So, uh, God, it's just so boring. I'm watching a lot of great TV. I'll talk about that eventually. But, God, there's just, like, nothing going on other than, like, football playoffs. But, anyway, that's all a long way to say that's why I have really nothing to talk about today. Um, I've just, yeah, not been doing a lot of reading. Typically, when I'm having difficulties kind of getting back into the reading groove, I turn towards the Queen of Mysteries, Agatha Christie. And I think I mentioned it probably over the summer, cut it, it all blends together now, but I finished the whole Miss Marple series then. So now I'm turning to Hercule Poirot and I started, I think I'm on book six or seven. I just finished The Murder of Roger Ackroyd and now I'm on the big four. So I think that's book six. I can read her stuff very quickly. I, <laughs> it's my kind of thing, the winter and murder mystery sounds wonderful to me. So I've been reading a lot of murder books. I've been listening to a lot of my murder podcasts. And I've really been enjoying it. What else do I have to say? Oh, when Lisa was talking about Insecure. First of all, Insecure is a fantastic show. Highly recommend to everyone. I have not started watching this season. So, uh, you know, I'm, I tend to do what Lisa does. I tend to... I don't never watch the last episode, but sometimes it takes me six months to watch the final episode of something just because I don't want it to end. It's like Lisa said, if I never watch the last episode, it's not over. There's always something more. I do always end up watching them, but I don't know. It is just kind of sad when things end. Um, So I, instead of putting off the last episode, have fully been putting off the entire last season of Insecure and kind of holding it for... I don't know, maybe I'll watch it during quarantine. I just feel like it needs to be something special. Yeah, this is going to be a short episode. Like I said, I don't have a lot to say. And we're recording an episode about winter slog that I know Lauren brought up in a week or so. I think that'll drop in about two weeks from today. So (laughs) hopefully I can find something because I feel like I'm going into this slog and To be fair to myself, it is not really a winter slog. I mean, it is, but it's more of a quarantine slog that I'm jumping into right now just because I know that I'm quarantining starting today. And then after I'm done with this quarantine and have a really fun trip with friends, I have like one week and then I'm quarantining again for another two weeks. So it's just like, gosh, even if it was summer, I would be in this kind of like, ugh, gross state of mind you know it's definitely I'm I have full 2020 vibes right now I'm trying to I just did a deep clean in my apartment today because I'm trying to like make it as non 2020 as possible I'm doing like all my laundry I did so many dishes because I've been putting off my doing my dishes I've been like deep cleaning everything I still need to take my Christmas decorations down which I'm gonna have really bad luck this year because I did not take them down before the epiphany but It's almost like I'm putting off taking them down because I don't want Christmas to be over because I really loved Christmas and I had a great Christmas this year and now it's over and it's just like, what do I have to look forward to now except Hawaii in a month? So now that I've complained away, let's see what we missed. The Eagles got a field goal. It's now 10 to 10. 
even though I'm pretty sure Cowboys have all their starters going and Eagles have a lot of their backups because yeah I see CeeDee Lamb in there is that and that's Dak huh interesting okay I love you all if you have any recommendations for books murder books specifically I'm really in the murdery mood or even better like great tv shows that are like murder mystery or like cults or something like that that's what I'm really digging right now it's just something to like curl up with a blanket and watch a cult with that I'm gonna have to say have a great rest of your week and spoiler alert I don't have much to say in next week's episode either so really just 2022 I am starting off right all right guys love you bye Thanks for listening. Links from today's episode can be found in the show notes on our website, whatyoureadanddo.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you have anything that piqued your interest this week or that you want to share, email us at wrdpod at gmail.com. Maybe we'll feature you on the pod. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts and also on Instagram at wrdpod. Follow us to stay up to date on future episodes. Like, leave a review, tell a friend, you get the idea. Music for this podcast is created by Kalindo. Find him on Instagram at the Real Stay inspired and we'll see you.